tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> All right, put the hands together. Can nobody do us like our Jesus? Or do us like our black Jesus? Like our black Jesus. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Touch it, Harry. 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 Touch it, Thank you, Black Jesus. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're tuned into Afterbus TV for Black Jesus Season One, Episode Eight, uh, titled "Love Thy Enemy Part 2. Oh, hallelujah! I am your host, Ben Erickson. Please introduce yourselves. I'm your co-host, Thaddeus Massey, and I am Charles Mathers, and I am Angela Gibbs. Charles Mathers and Angela Gibbs in the house. Tute, 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 tute. Miss Tootie uh, is a cutie. Uh, Thirty-eight oh, text you. messages. You know what? Speaking <laughs> speaking of that, are you aware of the comments that you get from younger men on social media? I am. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's been a couple that were like, um, "What's well, well, one was like a little X-rated. It wasn't X-rated, mm-hmm. but it was. I was does, is, is that, it was R rated. Yeah. Does that offend you, or does it? You is know? it flattery? You know, I called Slink, and then I called and I called a girlfriend, and both of them were like, "That's a compliment. That's mm-hmm. a compliment." I said, mm-hmm. "Okay, all right." It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's good. I, I still didn't read. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That feels good. Never yeah, lost. She still got it. Okay, okay, okay. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't retweet. I didn't retweet, and I didn't favor because I didn't want to like mm-hmm. encourage. Yeah. But I, yeah, it was fine. Okay. It was. I mean, now you know we like to. No, we still got it, you know. Would you I, hope, I hope we don't have too much more of yeah. that going on. Okay. Like, <laughs> and then one other, would you would you date like a younger younger man? Younger younger? When you say younger younger, what, like, what, like is that like ten years per young? It girl? seems like some of the guys who make the comments about you know you can get it, they seem like in their twenties. Yeah, that's a little young. Mm. Yeah, I have gone a little young. Okay. I mean, you know, how young? Okay. Anyway. <laughs> It's getting hot in here. Okay. <laughs> Take it out. Right. No, you know, um, yeah, I mean, younger men are attracted to me. I'm attracted to them as well because they have such a youthful spirit and they just have this sense of, um, uh, well, sometimes, not all the times, but sometimes with older guys, they're, they kind of want you to play a role and mm-hmm. they're, they're already in a role themselves. Right. And it's, you know, younger uh, guys that have a tendency to find that they are very interested in what it is you're doing. Mm-hmm. They got their own thing. They love it. They admire it. They're not in competition with it. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of nice, you know. Mm-hmm. What was it like when you read the script and found out that you were 
going on a date with uh, with Vic, aka Charlie Murphy. I was so looking forward to it mm-hmm. uh, because he's such a good talent. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a great talent. He's, a funny he's amazing, dude. actually. <laughs> you know, I had to tweet him. He he and John Witherspoon. I was just like, oh my god, the work is just incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was looking forward to it. You know, and a little nervous too because he's so good and mm-hmm. he's so funny, and you know I have no idea what he's going to do. You right. know, so I, as an actor, it, I really looked forward to. It's mm-hmm. scary in that sense. It's like, am I up to the challenge? And of course, you always want to keep challenging yourself. Yeah. You know? So, and then another question um, I asked some of the other uh, prior actors: when you're dealing with such comedians as John and and um, Corey. John and Corey, Corey yeah. um, Charlie, right. um, Andre's even a comedian. Oh, how 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 can Andre's one prepare fine. themselves for the for the improv and the, and the banter? Do you go back into the script and or do, are you writing notes with potential uh, things? Yeah, a little bit, yeah, a little bit, question. yeah, some of that, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I coach actors too. So you know, my I must follow what I coach, and that is that it's always personal. Uh, there's always specific details. You know, in life, you don't have vague memories; you have specific memories, etc. So, I kind of come in with this specific idea of who I am mm-hmm. and what I want. What do I want out of this scene? You know, what is it I need? What is it I want? How am I going to go about and get it, get it? Am I going to fight? Am I going to negotiate? Am I going to seduce? What's my action in getting to that goal, right? Mm-hmm. And so as long as I kind of know that, then I can keep it open for that creative banter because right. I know what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, yeah, but I do sometimes make some notes and say, oh, you know, man, think about this or let me think about that uh, because it makes it more real for me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what I love about Mike and um, Aaron, the writing is just genius. Mm-hmm. And I, they were talking about this, Carlos in, in the uh, last uh, interview you did, uh, how their writing is so great that it's like a launching pad. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you can just kind of do your thing, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, I'll have some notes. But, you know, I don't even stick to those because I don't know what Charlie's going to give me. No. I don't know what Corey's going to say, but I just have an idea of what I want to do. Well, you play this role so genuinely <laughs> and organically. It's like, for real? Like, yeah. Miss Tootie is no joke. You know, you were playing this part. I had part. to work so hard Ms. to Gibbs learn that woman. Miss Gibbs playing this part. <laughs> Angela Gibbs, shout out to Angela Gibbs. And Thank she's right you. here, so I'm shouting in, I guess, because she's right here. <laughs> but, yo, you are playing this role. Thank I, I got to really give it to you because it's so authentic. You are, you know, you're hanging with the best. These guys are really talented guys. They are. And yeah. they, I know how they, you know, all the reports, they always come in with some off the cuff, whatever. <laughs> and, you know, you ride in the mix with them right there. <laughs> you're like, damn, this, this, is, this is really good. So I enjoy it. I enjoy it. But they definitely um, up level the game, you know, right. it's like, okay, I got to come with my A game. I mean, and that's what I hope I do always anyway, because yeah. you want to work, you know, so you want to bring your best, but they keep me on my toes. I love it. Okay. Well, let's break down. Speaking of, uh, John, let's break down it. So we open up the, we open up the, uh, episode with Vic is, um, Vic's in, Vic's in the sofa and John Witherspoon, uh, Lloyd, Lloyd's Vic's on the bed and Vic's on the sofa, right? No, no, Lloyd. The, Lloyd's in the bed. Yeah, Lloyd's in the bed. Vic's, Vic's on, the on the sofa. sofa. Yeah. And so, so he's hungover on because five hundred count. Yeah, five hundred count. And so, so Lloyd is. He wakes up. He gets out of the bed. He brushes his teeth. He shit. 
shits, he showers. Uh-huh. Just you didn't have to go into all that detail. Just the whole <laughs> shebang. The typical then, hungover, drunk the next day type mm-hmm. of type of thing. Routine. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then we don't go, have to be drunk yeah. to go to the bathroom though. But, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> then he wakes Vic up, and then he wakes up and gives Vic a drink. And so basically, uh, he knows that Vic is in a, a bad place. So then he, he, so he tells him the the way to avoid a hangover is to keep drinking. Yeah. And so his plan is to keep him to keep him drunk so that he can take advantage. What did you guys think about that scene and where where the episode is going between uh, Vic and Lloyd? You want me first? Go ahead. Me? Superstar. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I'll take that. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> I really love this episode. Mm-hmm. This is funny and it's got a lot of laughs. But this episode for me took a turn, mm-hmm. and maybe because it's a personal thing too. And we were talking about how if you have alcoholics in your family or around you, or you know, you know, you've been through something, um, you know that there's there's some truth to this. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, you see the setup, and you see Vic is really in a bad way, and someone's taking advantage of him, and you're wondering like which way is this going to go? And I love this about comedy because there's a lot of messages you can get out, you mm-hmm. can stick in there while people are laughing, like. <laughs> You know, because before you know it, they've really been, something has been kind of dropped on them. So I was very proud of this episode because I felt like it took a turn and it, it, you know, it kind of gave us some more depth. And then we, you know, we go back to laughing and, and, uh, yeah, but I, I, I was really proud of it. I thought it was, um, poignant. Charles. Me personally, um, one of my favorites just watching the show is just Lord and Vic, Charlie and John, just their banter back and forth, back and forth from sleeping to the car, from the loafers to just, right. just how, you know, um, Lloyd's character has all these great ideas. And it's like, yeah, that does kind of smart. It is kind of sneaky how he does that. It's like, is he really as helpless as he pretend to be? Or is it just kind of like, He's lazy and just don't want to do it. It's the alcoholism. Just all these kind of characters come, uh, things come about. And then knowing that, okay, Lloyd kind of really moving on Vic to take even more of a bigger advantage of him and to keep him drinking. Now it's like, hmm, like what's really going on? Like, right. how, like is it going to be that kind of deep? Like you said it took a turn. Is it going to be kind of going down this road a little longer or it's going to wiggle his way out and back to just some more humor and how it's going to play out? So I think it's a little more interesting. Me yeah. personally, yeah, and it was a nice blend the way they where they played it back and forth. You, know, yeah. you got the comedy, yeah. but you, that soft music and the music mm-hmm. got serious. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, oh, this is a moment of reflection, <laughs> and then it's funny again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what I really liked about this episode is that Vic, to me, you know, it, first looking <laughs> at it, Vic is not the kind of guy that is easily taken advantage of. Because he's very alpha male-ish. Yeah. So he's not the kind of guy that someone could like pull the wool over his eyes. But he gets caught in a vulnerable place because he's lonely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he meets a woman. <laughs> we'll give him some sauce. That gave him. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sorry. Did he's I say something? She said it's saucy. This <laughs> right. right. So, he, so the fact that Lloyd is able to pull the wool over his eyes, even though he's in a vulnerable place, mm-hmm. I still wouldn't think that Lloyd could pull the wool over Vic's eyes unless Vic comes from a background of something of intelligence. Like, who? I want to know Vic, I mean, not, Lo, not Vic, Lloyd, Lloyd's backstory. Mm-hmm. Like, was Lloyd like 
a CPA or like a banker or something right, like right. really intelligent. Right. right. And he would just something happened That's and he became call. homeless. Right. That's a good call. You know call. what I'm saying? Because yeah. Vic is no like dummy. True. So the right, fact that right. Lloyd is able to uh, like flip, turn the tables, and kind yeah. of man- like manipulate him into staying drunk and kind of thing, kind of makes me think that Lloyd is smarter than, is what, he smarter than right, what he appears. Right, right. That's a very acute uh, observation, and you know, as we keep watching, some of that you're going to see that okay. you're right on on the on point with some of okay, that. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm curious to see what happens because yeah. and, and he and he on top of that knows Jesus is Jesus, yeah. but he's always like. <laughs> he ain't never done shit for me yet. He Lord Savior, King King, Lord Lord. He never done shit for me, like right. for real. Like he recognizes right. that's right, that's but, right. Yeah. And what? then just yeah. But you know what's interesting? So we can go to now where um, we can go to to the scene where the two of them were outside when uh, Vic was pretty much over the whole drinking thing, and when he was when when oh, Lloyd oh, was scene. trying to convince Vic Love that scene. why he should continue drinking mm-hmm. he says you know I'm st- you know why I was stressed out woman job uh, showers and bills I just gave up he, now I'm happy changing your life is hard drinking is easy you see yes. he did that was a little clue and to so, his backstory that, that he has yes Yes. So, yeah. And he even said that, you know, I am a I'm homeless by choice. By choice. Mm-hmm. I'm not a homeless because, right. you know, whatever reason. He but said, he said written all that goes yeah. to me now. He's right. homeless. <laughs> he is purely homeless by choice. Right. right. So I would assume that he probably had some kind of life where, you know, things were good. Stressed out. But yeah. obviously a woman has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. A job, mm-hmm. bills. So I'm going to I'm going to assume that is that maybe he was intelligent, that he had a really, really nice job Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, because he's no dummy. Mm -hmm. We talked about this uh, last. I was, Mm -hmm. you know, my son um, was saying, you know, he loves John with a spoon. He said, this is the first role where I've seen him where he was. He said early on when he's really intelligent, he's really a thinker. Mm-hmm. He's a line man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. He, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's like, I don't know if that's a real job, but he, it makes sense, <laughs> right? right? Uh, even his negotiation. Okay, if I watch uh, your car, I'm gonna sleep, I need to sleep mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Or such and such, I need three days in the bed. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he, he, yeah, he's... He's somebody who's coming with some game. Crafty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he even tried to keep the loafers. But he was like, <laughs> you see him like contemplate it. And he yeah. was like. Yeah, he played that, didn't he? No, nah, I'm going to play it off, act like yeah. I was just. He said, I got you, didn't I? Right, yeah. Right, yeah. Right, right. So he's been testing Vic. I think Vic's thinking he's been using Lloyd the whole time. But right. Lloyd has been using exactly. him, really. Right. right. And then exactly. he, uh, he took the keys to his car. And then he took money out of his wallet and said that he was going to get some gas. Right. And then he's going to get a burrito. <laughs> and then when he goes downstairs, so now we can transition. So when he goes downstairs, Fish is upset because Lloyd is not around. No and internet. the internet hasn't been working for Vic, two days. Vic, not around. Vic, yeah. Vic, yeah, Vic's not around. And the first thing that Lloyd said was, you know, um, there's nothing wrong with the internet. I checked it. What would a homeless man, but he's very intelligent. Yes. Right. He's quick on his feet and he yes. always has an answer for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. Fish didn't really argue the fact that maybe, you know, uh, Lloyd maybe did try to fix mm-hmm. internet and maybe, you know, maybe his internet connection or computer. He really said maybe is your drinking. crappy computer. Yeah. You know? Right, right. And I, I, I want to just jump way back to one of the early, early episodes. It might have been the first or second one, but 
you know, John Witherspoon, I had to keep rewinding this one part because it was so funny mm. to me because he says, okay, how much? He said, I want you to watch, you know, Jesus, how much? He said, $10. And John Witherspoon cracks up. Mm. I mean, it crack, he's like, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to turn down your bullshit $10. Right. You know, <laughs> but he. Well, little Eric is because, there too. Because he knows that's not, mm. he's no dummy. He's like, that's right. no money. So mm-hmm. anyway, uh, there's been clues all yeah. along the way. Yeah, yeah. He, John Witherspoon, I would say for the past three episodes, he's probably been the funniest. And that's really difficult with all these characters. Yes. But the way he drops the line, like yes. he said a line, he said a line when, when, uh, he was feeding, um, when he was giving the, the liquor to, to Vic. And when he spit it out, he was like, Hey, don't spit that out. That's good liquor. <laughs> you know? And I know of, I know people who drink a lot where, cause I'm, I'm not a drinker. They don't play. And, when I have any kind of dealings with alcohol, if I pour too much or too little or try to <laughs> right, pour something right, out, right. they're quick to be like, yo, that, that, that's good wine. That's, that's right. That's good right. liquor. So I could really relate to, uh, I could really relate to him. So it's, it's really great. All right. So now, um, so now Vic has informed, uh, Lloyd, I'm sorry. I keep getting too confused. Lloyd informs everyone that he's the assistant manager. Mm-hmm. He's the assistant manager. And so then he goes to, um, he goes to, I guess the the homeless hangout. Yes, right. It's like the homeless hangout. Yes, and right. The he homeless goes, park. Right. He goes <laughs> and and invites all of his homies <laughs> to a party House while party. he leaves Vic mm-hmm. at the homeless yard to continue. He needs some R and R, some yeah, fresh yeah. air. So you need by some yourself. fresh air. Right, right, right. You just lay out here. Leave you just lay a, right here. Leave leave keep drinking. On a keep cardboard drinking. box. Right. Is it true? Um, the best way for a hangover is to keep drinking. I've That's heard what people, I heard. I've heard yeah. people say that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've heard too. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, well, it's yes. not that I've never yes. been hung over, yes. but I never wanted. You know, when, for that's, me, when, when you're hangover, it's like yeah. last thing you wanted some more alcohol. Yeah. But they say that's what you should do. Yeah, that's why they have uh, like bloody marys and stuff like that because it helps. Like it brings you down, mm-hmm. so it helps you kind of like ease off of whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What do you sure call it? Alcohol? Hair on your hair. On, huh? hair. So you sure it's alcohol? It's an easy off. <laughs> you sure it's only alcohol? Yeah, well, it's only alcohol. There. It's only alcohol. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk, alcohol. Let, let's talk about let's talk about the ghetto volleyball on the clothesline. Oh, oh my goodness. Black Jesus put his hair in a ponytail. Had his hair in a ponytail. <laughs> he sure did. His hair was in a ponytail. He sure did. Put his hair in a ponytail yes, and they're playing ghetto volleyball on the clothesline. That's nice. slink. Slink is crazy. I'm sure that's slink. He's so crazy. <laughs> old school. And that's right. I remember. And then and then Corey's like, "Well, you got that lanky broad on your side because right. they're winning. Because they're winning. I he just, shouldn't have his. I loved slink. He I just swear. had his hair in a ponytail. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he may be black Jesus, but yo, that's my, I ain't messing up my dude. Can't mess up the dude. That's right. Hilarious. Oh, Absolutely God. hilarious. Uh, okay, so now let's go back. So now we have. Um, um, the crew now feels that Vic is in uh, is in a, a place. Fish thinks that by him getting fired as a manager, that their lives will be better. But Black Jesus and the crew feels right. like no, 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 no. Right. Uh, that could actually hurt us. Yeah. So now he goes and um, he goes to Mrs. Tootie because mm-hmm. now he wants to help. Right. He wants to help uh, uh, Vic. Right. Right. And so now he goes. Uh, comes to Miss Tootie. And I'm, Tootie. I'm feeling like, Miss Tootie's feeling like, you know, I did the right thing and I put let him down easy. 
and it's not, it's really my fault. He's a drunk. And, um, you know, I, I like when, uh, Jesus is like, it is your fault. She's like, well, everybody ain't divine like you, you yeah. know? And right. he really takes offense to that, right? right? right. I, that was an interesting reaction for him. It's like, well, why not? You right. know? But anyway, he goes and gets us and goes and, I mean, comes and gets Miss Tootie. He mm-hmm. got to let Miss Tootie have it though, in that scene. He did. He kinda, the holy he, finger in yeah, my power. He kind of, he kind of went off on her mm-hmm. because he it was like, it was like the conviction mm-hmm. of yeah, knowing that I, she I did something it. she wasn't supposed to do, like misusing nice. God's. He went in on me with that finger. Yeah. yeah, I was like, mm, okay, yeah. all right. Same thing so with maybe Jason. give him my money because mm-hmm. Jason misused it too. Yeah, mm-hmm. on his girlfriend. So that's why I gave him the money under the Escalade. I, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't was, do that often. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, um, do you think that your character? Do you think that her intentions were? Mis, like misguided or like what was what do you think Mrs. Tootie's intentions was giving him the sauce in the first place. The sauce in the first place. I think is I think Miss Tootie is greedy. Mm-hmm. I think she's but I think uh, she's a well. Okay, let me just back up from greedy. Let me because I maybe I'm getting ahead of myself and we'll talk. You'll see some other stuff coming up. Mm-hmm. But Miss um, um, Tootie's a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. She is trying to make her money. Right. And she already got to split this up now. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And her thing is, let me get as much as I can, because like she said, the writing is on the wall. Right. We don't own the land. The Cholos is taking mm-hmm. my, I mean, you know, so um, I think she's just all about business. Right. And look, who come, who do they go to when they need money? Miss Tootie. Tootie. You that know was, what I mean? Yeah. So they all obviously respect her as a businesswoman, mm-hmm. but she's hard. And I, most business people, especially those who kind of came up in the street mm-hmm. and had to make it happen like mm-hmm. that, they are not, they, they're no joke. So I think her intention was to get Vic off of their behind so they could keep focused and get as much as they could get right. as long yeah. as they could get it. Um, I don't think she knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. And she gave him that sauce, and she was having a good time. I think she had a little sauce, too. She not, did. not as much as him. And just, you know, the happier I can make him, the better. He you ate know, a we'll whole him, lot of that sauce. But yeah. he, yeah, we just went a little too far, you know. So I don't think she intentionally took him that far. Mm-hmm. But she just didn't, un- she didn't understand the power. She was playing around. That's why, that's why he said you can't play with God's miracles right. like that. Right. She didn't really understand the power behind it. I just had a revelation. What's that? I, you, people misuse God's name word mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and gospel and ministry right. all the time mm-hmm. lost in the sauce what about this they one? do god put this on me to tell you oh, oh. Exactly. you know you know what my mother right. says i crack up she said well that's funny because god didn't tell me nothing about it <laughs> <laughs> god said you need to give me some money you know whatever mm-hmm. she's like well, god didn't tell me but yeah so there's always this I, you know right. people mm-hmm. do that kind and of stuff and, and that's wrong <laughs> to say the least, people mm-hmm. will be, misuse God's, you know, name. Like we said, grace, His mm-hmm, intentions, mm-hmm. and say, "Oh, God wanted this, God wanted that." Right, right. And it's like, for real, like really, right, right. right. Hey, come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. I'm supposed to let you use my car, right? Okay, right. yeah. Hmm. What's also interesting? I, I want to go back a little bit, Vic. Um, when Vic took the knife and he and he cut the volleyball God, and he so shut it down from them playing uh from playing the the, the ghetto volleyball clothesline. Um 
There was something that Black Jesus said that I thought was was really interesting, and it really went unnoticed. He was like, "We know you're hurting, but you know, Vic, we really love you." Yes, no, I, I got it. I saw it. And <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, despite all what Vic does, how right. Vic feels about him, right. he told Vic to him to his face, "You we know, love we, you. you know, we love you." Right. I mean, the reason they were playing volleyball. Mm-hmm was to draw him out. Yeah. So they started, you know, they were having fun, but he says that we've been playing. We, Cause one of them says, um, y'all getting away with this. Yeah. And uh, they said, we said, David, we figured if we Jason did, came in. Yeah, yeah. Jason said, you're getting away. And he said, we are hoping to draw him out, that this would bring him out. And eventually it did. Yeah. So they do care, you know, and even when well, um, Jesus the, cares, Jesus cares. Yeah. Just well, Jesus, yeah. Jesus care. And Trayvon cares. Trayvon yeah. cares. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, because when the, when the, um, the owner comes, Mr. Yes. Maxwell, he, that's he his gets, name, Mr. Maxwell. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. When he called Jesus Kareem, he says Kareem. I saw that too. I was like, Kareem. <laughs> He's like Kareem. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have the police come over. They're great guys. You, you'll get along just fine. You know, is that because he's tall? Is that why he said yes. that? Okay. Oh, my God. Um, even when he said, I feel like I should be walking over a, uh, what did he say? A murder a, weapon. A murder right weapon. Now. Yeah. <laughs> right. I tell you, um, Mike and and Aaron, they're they're amazing. <laughs> yeah. they're, you know, just all that little, all those little the little gems subliminal, that yeah. they drop. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. subliminal. But it's also interesting because you know you come from the era from like the seventies, eighties, where you had comedy shows that always slid messages in yes. while while laughing. Yes, and so it's Jeffersons kind of it's, did that. Yeah, too. Jeffersons, mm-hmm. Jeffersons, and two two seven that your mom was in. So it's always refreshing to to yeah. to go back to that because we're in uh, we're in a society now where you know you have you know the one camera angle. There's no there's no studio audience, mm-hmm. and the comedy style is different. And mm-hmm. I like how they're use how they're how they've taken the the modern way of comedy mm-hmm. style and they're using the old school writing to yes. infuse the two um think, with these yeah. messages i think that style is coming back i hope so because mm-hmm. i mean i think we've had a couple decades of horrible sitcom writing because mm-hmm. they're trying to copy and I, actually i think it's just not even i think writing in general in the industry has mm-hmm. has lacked mm-hmm. you know it's left a lot desired. to be desired yeah. yeah so now i think that we're starting to get better writing and uh you know better character breakdowns mm-hmm, better mm-hmm. um better backstories just yeah. you know the whole thing the whole uh, scene scene analysis and everything mm-hmm. just we're starting to get more of that for the audience that we haven't had in a really really long time so it was really good to see Aaron and Mike like incorporate yeah. Putting it out there. Kind of some right. of that old school. Like, just, I had to catch up on the Boondocks. And I, I wasn't into adult boondocks. comedy. Uh-huh. I mean, not adult comedy, adult, adult, car, adult uh, cartoons. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. So, Amber was like, You ain't watched the Boondocks. You better oh, watch yeah. the Boondocks, right? right? I'm like, Okay, right. I'm going to go check it out. The writing, I was like, Oh my Amazing. goodness. Yeah. The writing was really good. I can't believe right. I wasn't watching this have, when right. it was out. I have a confession for that. For like, when I was in college and everything, uh, it was the Boondocks, um, just a comic script. I just read, right. you know, just reading through right. it and, you know, the New college Times, paper right? and everything. It was like a campus paper they had back then. It was just campus paper. I'm kind of, it's kind of cute. You know, fast forward, you know, never, have never saw an episode of Boondocks in entirety uh-huh. until they did working with Aaron on, um, Black Jesus. And then I was like, okay, I have to kind of go back and do my homework All and, right. then, you know, get me a job yeah, somewhere, you, you know. Yeah. Then I go back and watch. I'm like, oh my God. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You're right. You know, yeah. when I was we reading for the role, uh-huh. um, a couple of actors, uh, and I talked about it and they were like, what do you think about the role? Cause we all, a lot of people auditioned mm-hmm. and they were concerned that it might be 
you know, was it buffoonery? Was yeah. it ghetto? What, you know, what, was that, yeah. And I said, guys, this is Aaron. I didn't know Mike yet, so mm-hmm. I had to do my homework. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you all saw Trailer Park Boys, mm-hmm. any of them. I've but heard yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Seen that. So good. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's yeah. really funny yeah. and really good writing. So, um, but I knew. I said, you know what? I, and I've been a fan of, of Aaron's. I've seen him on CNN and just kind of read about him. And, mm-hmm. and I just said, I'm, I'm going to trust this. Even, you know, when you read for a role, you only get the size. Mm-hmm. Of course, I didn't have the yeah. script. But I just said, I trust this guy and the world he creates. And so I'm going for it. Right. When he and I auditioned for um, for the roles that we played as the, the Weed Heads in Episode 5, Five Green Tomatoes, <laughs> we were given... We were given a reference of a Boondocks episode to watch. And so the episode that we had to watch, because I have to admit, I had never seen the Boondocks. Okay. And the episode that we had to watch was the one where Martin Luther King wakes up after 30 years. (gasps) And when I saw, when (laughs) I saw, I don't know if you guys have have seen that. So that caused a lot of controversy. And so luckily (laughs) I got, I luckily I got the, 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 um, the um, audition notice a couple of days so I watched it over and over and over and over again so, so yeah. I knew exactly what I was yeah. getting into yes. uh, with like Jesus yes. so that was smart Lucky for them you. to yeah. do that that was smart Amber is wonderful too yeah. Amber's so good I love what she does hey, what hi Amber? Amber shout out that's my sis you know I'm being no I'm lead. adopting her you said that there were a lot of women that auditioned and you guys were having conversation yeah who who were some of the who mm. were some of the women that mm, you can't, I can't tell? Okay. Well, well, you know I don't want to put them on blast like <laughs> okay. that, you know. Okay. But but I um but they 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 love the show. Mm-hmm. They're like Angela, you know. I'm so glad you got this role. I'm so happy for you. And one friend of mine said, "This is your role." Mm-hmm. She said, "But I just want to say, had I known." really understood like you you know mm-hmm. did um i probably would have auditioned a little different yeah. mm-hmm. she said i mean not saying that i would have got it and you wouldn't have she said but i just really would have understood yeah, something more to, yeah. mm-hmm. but there were a lot of people out there that were i mean you know they pulled out the big dogs i was mm-hmm. like mm. <sighs> no <laughs> no you know really you know i really about being funny yeah but wow I was so. I mean, I thought the role was gone. Mm-hmm. I, I I read for it like in October or something, and then December was when they said they still want to see you because I couldn't make it to the callback. I was doing something else, and I have to give a shout out to Slink mm-hmm. because Miss Tootie. I don't know if you all know this, but Miss Tootie's a real person. I wondered where Miss Tootie originated from. Really, and Slink yeah. was in the room with us day one. Mm-hmm. You know, auditioning, right? All the actors who I talked to are like, they loved that he was in the room. So when he met me that day, he kind of had in his head, that's her. So he kept telling them, you just, you need to see Miss Gibbs. You need to see Miss Gibbs. You haven't seen Miss Gibbs. So, you know, so when people started saying, you doing that role? I said, well, Jesus got me the role. <laughs> well, no, but he really pushed for them to see me and Amber. And uh, uh, called me back in. I just love her. They just, you know, they, they, listen, it was divine. I was supposed to get this role. There That's you all. You know how it's yours, it's yours. You what well, they say, if it's not yours, it's nothing not yours. you can do to get it. Yeah. Yeah. And if it is yours, nothing you can do to stop from well, getting it. Well, Amber was here and she spoke very highly of you about how you came when you went to, uh, when you went to audition. 
you came to get this role. She always says it. She carries it around. She, well, well, she probably has everybody, but she's like, look at your mama's audition. Because I was talking to my son. He said, she showed me the audition. She, she, I, I love her. But I did come in there to get it. You know, was, 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 I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> no, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know. Like, when, you know, when you go to audition, if they have an action scene where mm-hmm. you stabbing somebody or you get stabbed, that's always questionable. Mm-hmm. Like, how far do how I far go with this? Yeah. Right. Right, because it yeah. can look silly, yeah. right? But I just decided because it was the shootout scene, mm-hmm. and I said, "Well, you know, let me practice shooting. Let me just practice going all the way, just in case they say go all the way." Right. And you know, they said go all the way, go all the way. So Amber was left because I was rolling around on the floor and what? I was shooting an imaginary gun. <laughs> I came, to, I came to get that role. Speaking, her game face but off but of Slink that. had yeah. a lot to do with me. Um, he, I mean, he kept saying, "You please see her." You know? Speaking of shooting, now let's go back to when Vic has. I'm sorry, when Lloyd has the the private party, and so. All these homeless people are in Vic's house. They're eating. They're just wilding out. Just wilding out. They're, That's they're, right. They're wilding out. Homo and style. then <laughs> black, homo style. And then Black Jesus and Miss Tootie enters. Mm-hmm. And Vic, um, I'm sorry, not Vic, but Black Jesus then sees some of some of the people, and then he says, "Hey, hey, Stan and Jerome, uh, you better get that gout checked out, or you you're gonna, gonna die? die on Wednesday." I love it. Right. Now he he came up with that right then on his feet. Oh, did he really? Yes, he okay. did. Yes, he did. He was like, um, "Mike, do you mind if I if I say this?" Yeah, I mean, it was funny too, mm-hmm. you know. And, and again, it's prophetic. It's Jesus, right. you know. And he said it real casually too. It was like, yeah. "You better like, get that. Like, you better get that. Yeah, you gonna right. die on Wednesday." Right. <laughs> I was, like, man. I was like, but he's homeless. So <laughs> How's he going to get to How's he going to get to, yeah. Just go to this, I don't know. You go to the emergency room? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, so then he tells, so Vic, I keep saying Vic. Lloyd, Lloyd then says, this is Lloyd, a private. He this pisses Miss Tootie off. He says, this is a private party. Your name is not on the guest list. So, <laughs> so scoot. scoot. <laughs> was that in the script? I think. He, some of that was him for sure. So school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't remember school. I, I think he, that was him. Yeah. You know. But again, that also shows that, that Lloyd is no dummy because what would, and I may get blashed, uh, for this on uh, YouTube and uh, iTunes, but what would a homeless person know about Scoot? About private parties, guest lists, right, right, and school. They wouldn't. I don't know. Let's just. I mean, some yeah. they have uh, they had lives before this. Yeah, they, yeah. They had a life That's before. Right. Or maybe yeah. the homeless person showed up to the you know the private party and they got told to right, to right, so right. Like, right. It's a private party. You take know what I mean? Like, okay, I know how to act. But but party. it is kind of in keeping in this kind of consistent um, subtext or sub story mm-hmm. that. Lloyd is a smart man. Right. Mm-hmm. right. I like how she pulled the burner out on him, though. Let, yeah. I, was, <laughs> I wanna. Was like, was that a gold yeah. gun? Yes, oh, it's gold. gold. Yeah. Oh, it's gold. I was like, she have a Just gold strap? Recognize Miss Tootie carries gold pistols. So, so Lloyd does not want <laughs> to reveal the information. Lloyd doesn't want to reveal the information of where Vic is. Mm-hmm. And so Miss Tootie has had enough. Yes. And I'm sick of this nigga. <laughs> right. That's what it was, I'm thinking this nigga's crazy. Right. Okay, because I, I wrote it down because I knew you'd be here. You said, "Okay, this motherfucker's crazy." You know what? See, I was not gonna say that. I ain't going for this shit, nigga. Where you at? Where you at? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I'll show you, ma'am." <laughs> He's straightened up real quick. Right. 
Yeah, she was swagged out until that, until that, that pistol came out. He was like, oh, snap. When Miss Tootie has had enough. <sighs> you know, someone on, on Twitter said, if you pull out, a, if Miss Tootie pulls out a gun one more time, we're going to have to pull an intervention on her. <laughs> She's not playing. Because she is always about her pistol. You about your pistol? Oh, God. And it seems, it seems like when you're upset is when you curse more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When Miss Tootie is upset, there's she, more. Co- yeah. The religion goes out the door. Right. And, and the cursing. It's funny you say that because I was working with that, mm-hmm. you know, and I would talk to Aaron. I talked to Mike and say, okay, if I get too overboard, let me know, you know, because, you know, when you're shooting out a sequence, you, you, you know, um, certain things call for me to be turned up. Mm-hmm. Right. But I wanted to make sure I wasn't turned up all the time. And so I, I, I made a conscious decision also. And we talked about it, you know, taking some of the fucks out and then when to put them and whatever. And so, um, yeah, when she gets upset, that's when she loses her religion. Yeah. You about to make a bitch lose her religion. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Even when I pull my money up, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, you, you know, you're testing my faith, right? right. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love her. I love Miss Tootie. Miss <laughs> Tootie. She gets to be so bad. I know so she many. She gets to be so bad. I know so many Miss Tooties. Do you? Yes. <laughs> and they're all church women. Mm-hmm. Is that funny? Yeah. They, they got the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Do they sell drugs? Oh Lord! No, except, except they don't. They don't sell drugs. Oh. But you know, my great grandmother and all of her. Uh, church dignitary ladies uh-huh. you know they all pack pistols in their purses oh, to stop church it. Yeah. stop it stop yeah, it stop I've it heard my it. great grandma she used to she yeah. popped mm-hmm. a couple of niggas my grandmother yeah. she yeah. had it a pistol porn. they they brought yeah. their pistols to my church was because preacher, right? they didn't know who they were gonna have to you know contend with contend with or if their <laughs> if their if their husband was sleeping around with someone at the church they packed their pistols oh wow. my God. So see, wow. you know, and I again, you know, I, I mentioned this when well, last time I was here. I grew up in Detroit mm-hmm. during the good time. Detroit. When I tell people I'm from Detroit, they're like, Ugh. but <laughs> Detroit, you know, that's my yeah. home. I love Detroit. Yeah. And um, but uh, the women that I grew up with, my aunt, my mama, but you know, I mean, you know, she brought uh, some of that to uh, rhythm and, and sass to um, mm-hmm. Florence. And for mm-hmm. some who are not familiar, who haven't seen this after showing you guys are watching for the first time. Angela Gibbs' mom is the one and only Marla Gibbs who played Florence Johnson, the maid on uh, Jefferson's from 1974 to 1985. Mm-hmm. And then she played Mary Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty on, good. Uh, Mary, on, Mary. On 227 from like 85 to 1990. Mm-hmm. And oh, you stop. Speaking of 227, so 227 was a play. Yes. It was a play that was... There's a gentleman named Ed Cambridge, and he was mm-hmm. a mentor. He's passed on now, but he um, was a, an amazing teacher and, and some of everybody from uh, uh, Roxy Roker, Billy D. Williams, so many people came through him. And uh, my mother knew him and said, when we opened this theater, she was doing a nightclub, so I was running the, 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 the school. He said, there's this play, if you can get your mom to do it. And we had a theater in the community, South Central LA. We had a lot of students. And we started, said, wow, this would be great if we could get celebrities and the students mm. to work together. Nice. Right. And, it was, it, and it was amazing. It was just amazing. I mean, it brought up, you know, so the professionals were coming back to the community and giving yeah. back and it was you know pulling up the students and it was just, and but I just want to add this little nugget Be, you know we don't often see not often enough it's getting better but it's you know we don't see ourselves right and so portrayed in plays or on television we didn't see enough of that especially in the 80s right and I would see men like granddaddies and uncles they would come <clears throat> 
with their buddies. They come back and you hear them say, man, where do you see the, and they, because they were so, you know, like granddaddies and uncles, mm-hmm. and stuff. they were coming because they saw themselves on the stage. Mm-hmm. So it was a wonderful, uh, uh, Mecca for professionals and community and celebrity right. to all come together, right. you know. So it was a play. It was a hit. Norman Lear heard about it. Uh, Brandon Tartikoff, and they were like, we hear you got this play. We were selling out. Wow. We were selling wow. out. And the Jeffersons had just got canceled, so then it opened up the room That's for, right. for wow. you Discussion to now tell your mom, Marla, to buy the to rights. To get the rights. To get, the, get rights. the rights. Christine Houston was the, is the writer, mm-hmm. and uh, she's from Chicago. And it was a little different because it was a Chicago tenement and I swear there were times when I felt like I was just a fly on the wall the acting was so good Regina King was in it she was a kid Nia Long was in it mm-hmm. um, I have there's a young woman who I really helped raise I call her my daughter Sonia Winton she's amazing she's a writer on um, CSI NCIS New Orleans but she nice. was wonderful in it wow. but, and I just checked that show it was really good too yeah mm-hmm. yeah um, uh, but anyway we had a, we had a great cast but I have to give my shout out to you know posthumously to Ed Cambridge because he taught me so much about producing <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, so another woman named Shay Wafer and I produced it and um, Hal Williams was in the original cast mm-hmm. and so she fought for him to get a role on mm-hmm. television she fought for Regina and you know my mother really was a fighter a lot of people don't know how innovative and revolutionary she really was and has been for fighting for you know our people in front and behind right. writers mm-hmm. etc yeah yeah, yeah. still doing play matter of fact I met your mother with Virginia again went to a play that had like downtown uh-huh. like a reading of a play oh. and it was kind of like they was on the porch kind of thing and she played kind of something like that a character I was like she's wonderful I met her and then come to find out working with you I was like oh my goodness I met your mother like two <laughs> right. weeks ago prior to but I was just watching just in awe yeah. sharp still on it she's still, funny her yes. timing yes the timing of that uh, it yeah. was just wow yeah. I have a lot to learn yeah, yeah. so we're hoping season two Mm-hmm. Black Jesus. Uh, there's some talk about her becoming Miss Tootie's mom. You know, oh, I don't know, doing a guest. What? I don't know what that would be. Oh. She'd be the only one who could tell Miss Tootie to be quiet. Exactly. I don't know if I like that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I like that it's my mama. That dynamic would be crazy. And Corey, when he met her, he was like, yeah, you you know, she was tickled because she knows how bad I treat him. She's like, she's going to be the one to like, leave him alone. You right, know. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, yeah, as soon as she leaves. <laughs> right. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. <laughs> really quickly before, before we wrap up, we got a couple more things to talk about. Let's talk about Jason and Diane's relationship. So, oh, so Diane is pissed because she found out that the whole thing with the, mm. the horse and the maneuver and stuff, <laughs> she found out that it was Jason. Yeah. And so now she goes and she confronts Jason about it. He runs out the house. Ironically, she didn't chase him <laughs> as quick as she did when she went after Lloyd. But... Right. Um, <laughs> When he leaves out the house, he calls for Jesus. Right. You, uh, uh, Black Jesus and Mr. Tootie are driving and he hears the call from Jason. Jason goes and Jason's gets him trouble. and he says, hop in, pimp. Pimp. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and save, and save Jason. And then they go obviously to the homeless hangout and, right. uh, and, uh, Diane comes back and she basically, she breaks up with, um, right. she breaks up with She's Jason. She's so good. Yeah. Both yeah. of them together have such mm-hmm. great chemistry. Yeah. And I love that she's sweet. 
And at the same time, she's tough. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that girl can run. She was a track star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, was. she was trying out for the uh-huh. Olympics. I mean, she was. She really? she caught us on one of the takes, and we had to do it over again. They're like, okay, we have to give y'all a, a head start because we didn't know what to do. Yeah. She she got to the car before, he, and when he got in, she had the gun, and we, you know, and they were rolling the camera. We were like, she, you could see in her face, like, oh shit. And, and, and so you know, and Miss Tootie, all I just said was, who is this bitch? I mean, I, I was just trying to like make up something. You know, we were like, we didn't know what to do. Like, and so. They say, okay, okay. Oh, she can't catch y'all next yeah. time. That girl can run. She can, because when she took off after John Witherspoon, I was like, wait a minute. You saw some form, huh? No, I, yeah. It was like it was like form and it was like beyond camera speed. Like, it like, wasn't acting running. Right, right, it was right, like, she's like in motion. <laughs> she can run like that. You see that? Like booty sticking out. Like, like, engine. Like, like, it was like, I was like, oh wow. She can run. Yeah. But I love their relationship. So yeah, now she breaks up with him. <laughs> He's sick. He's sick. But yo, I think that, you know, Jesus, Jesus said they're supposed to be together. So they have to come back around some kind of way. He's still, he's still gone. It was the booty sticking out. That's what got you, didn't it? He's going to look at her phone. He's going to go back to the episode, watch and look at her. She was like, like, right this booty was just sticking out. That's my baby. You leave her alone. She knows what I'm talking about. Straight tracks for him. Yeah, she, yeah she, that's a pretty girl too. She's something. Yeah, she's, she's so sweetheart. good. She's so good. <laughs> sick. I'm here with all men. Y'all sick. You know that, right? So, what do you guys think about um, Jason and Diane? Do you obviously they probably will get back together? What do you guys I think? I hope so. I, I mean, hope so. I she loves him. She will. She yeah. She loves him, but I think it's gonna have to be on Jason. To make amends yes. for because yeah. he lied, because he lied, mm-hmm. and he's been getting to all these shenanigans or whatever. And I don't really think that he's made a real concerted effort, right, to help her understand him and his situation with Jesus, who Jesus is, or whatever. I think that we've kind of assumed that he's he said some things, and we've seen him say a couple little right, things, right. but I think that we're gonna need to see him. <clears throat> Make this situation Concerning right, effort. Mm-hmm. And, and he mm-hmm. did say to her, um, "I, I'm sorry, I hurt you." He said, "I just wish you would have come, come down at least once." Right. Right. So you get the right. feeling that he's asked her mm-hmm. before, right. you know, to please come. Right. But like to me, she's the female Vic. Right. You know, right. there are those who did not believe. You know, and and here we here they are again. They don't believe. She doesn't believe. Yeah, she doesn't you believe. Know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's got some plans. She wants to have children. She's like, you need to grow up and get yeah. serious and yeah. quit hanging with this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and make a life so we can have a family. Right. You know? Right. And so, do you think that Jason will try to find some way to fix it so that they can all coexist together, or do you think that he'll have to leave his discipleship with question. with Black Jesus and the crew and the disciples and go to Diane? That's no, something something's going to have to happen yeah. where she, she's going to have to there's going to be a turning point somewhere. Yeah. You know, because he can't abandon his faith. Yeah, it's like him abandoning his yeah. faith. Like, so... There's gonna have to be a turning point or epiphany right. or she revelation sees the light. to her. Yeah. Right. right, she sees. Or, the light. or yeah. if he abandons his faith, maybe there's a such a shift in him that she sees what she's asked of him has made him less oh, nice. of who she. Nice. Well, let's. Nice. Why don't is we in love with? Yes. You know, it's like nice. he's hurting now because, and maybe that has to be. I don't know. But, right. You know. Yeah. Well, let's right. go straight into predictions. So. Um, okay. And now. Ghostbusters. <laughs> okay. 
I'll go first with predictions. Um, go ahead. Now, last week, Carlos uh, Acuna mentioned something that just it wasn't um, it wasn't a spoiler. It was just something that he came up with the spur of the moment. But he mentioned that the the real um, the the bad guy has not been revealed. And I've been thinking about that ever since he said that last week. And I think that I think Lloyd has something to do. I think he's something is going to be revealed about mm. Lloyd that mm. kind of um, uh, that has something to do with conspiracy and the whole thing because he knows who, that Jesus is Jesus, mm-hmm. but he. He's but, like the Brutus or something, or yeah, not the, the Judas. The Judas, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like for the finale, we're gonna see something that has to do with Lloyd, because most people think that Vic has something to do, or Vic is the one that's gonna bring the, the bring it down. Mm-hmm. But I really think that Lloyd is is the one. Is the one. Of course, I can't mm-hmm. say a thing because mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, so he, but I can see you looking at me like, huh? huh. Right. Right. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Charles, what's your prediction? Wow. Um, It's been so many turns here and there, so it's kind of like once you think you figure it out, it's kind of something else. But uh, Mm -hmm. uh, not to piggyback with Lloyd, but Lloyd's such a pivotal character. You see, he's been so cunning in it, and definitely something with him going to kind of manifest. But I'm just kind of go back to Jason and this girl. I think something with that is going to kind of helps you know do give us the the emotion to say okay this is how it's going to develop because even though this girl is kind of cool and i'm not really fond of her character because it's like you want this she bought him shoes trying to get this man to lose his religion i don't know but she's <laughs> something's she, there she, right something's there. more to she, come huh? yeah it's something she's like she got she's straight laced and but she's kind of controlling and right mm. so she may have well can i ask you all a question mm. in terms of prediction mm-hmm. what do you think is going to happen to the garden mm, wow well, that's a good question. Cholos. But but I think it has something to do with DC Curry's character being introduced. Oh, yeah. I think he's the pilot of the situation. Oh, yeah. So you have pa- pa- Poncho's pilot, who he's actually, oh. he's a councilman, right? And yeah. he really that's is kind of like indifferent about the whole situation. Mm-hmm. But Vic is his boy. And yeah. Vic is like, nah, you got to take. So you got like the Sadducees or the Pharisees, whoever it was, that was like, you got to take. Jesus the kind, man. You got to take, you know, That's he's like, <laughs> you got to get him, good. right? So he's going to be like, okay, you know, he's talking about going to Watts or whatever, but right. I think he's going to Ch- get. Children friendly Watts. Right. Yeah. So you're right. right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was a really funny line. That's so I think they're going to dr- draw him in pull him back in to actually do something with the garden turn into a to parking lot or something, yeah, something like that. because un- ironically that's a good question mm-hmm. I think the garden mm-hmm. I think they could lose the garden and as a councilman not to cut you up but mm-hmm. as a councilman he could get Diane involved because he can go to the police right, and exactly. blah 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 and then mm-hmm. bring the you know mm-hmm. have the police get involved and then Diana's like wow. yeah I'm part of this I know my boyfriend yeah. my ex-boyfriend or whatever I they think, have to tie it all in yeah they do way. but I also think that they could they can easily lose the garden and go in a whole different direction for season two because there's so much there's so much great characters that they can really go anywhere that's true so turn it into a parking lot I'm going to predict that they're going to lose the garden and we'll see something for season 2 that's what I predict mm. so we want to thank you guys for tuning in uh, we have to wrap but uh, let everyone know where you can be found on social media let the camera uh, definitely look me up at can I tell it exactly what it sounds on Twitter and Instagram Angela Gibbs on Facebook and Angela E. Gibbs on Twitter 
Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Club Thaddeus, just how it sounds. <laughs> Figure that out. GQDivide.com <laughs> as well. <laughs> and you can find me on all social media at Bam Erickson. We want to thank our special guests for uh, for, for sitting you. in with us. Yes. You know, Charles was in, Charles was in episode Charles. five with me. And, uh, of course, Angela Gibbs says, <laughs> Miss Tute Tute Tute. And so we want to thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week for episode nine. Thank you for watching or listening. Peace. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz later. Buzz later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.